Welcome into another episode of a Cali Green Monster Show. I am your host, Dean Ryan, coming to you here from the Tesla Studios in beautiful, sunny San Diego, California. It is Wednesday, May 12th, 2021. Got a nice show lined up for you today. As always, going to talk a little bit about Tim Tebow and why he shouldn't be compared to Colin Kaepernick and that the situations are different, even though they are similar. But before I talk about that, the NFL schedule was released today. So there was just a couple that I figured I'd highlight that I was excited about or I mean that initially piqued my interest. But I haven't even really taken a look at the entire schedule yet. You know, opening night on Thursday Night Football, it's going to be the Dallas Cowboys visiting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So typically the Super Bowl champions host a Thursday night opening game. So Tampa Bay, they're going to be welcoming Dallas. That should bring huge ratings for the NFL, especially because it's not just, you know, Dallas who always draws a high viewership. It'll be Dak Prescott's return from his devastating leg injury. So I think a lot of people are just, you know, not just being excited for football to be back, but they're going to be excited to see the Cowboys and Dak Prescott versus Tom Brady and the Bucks. You know, and as a New England Patriots fan, it looks like Miami's going to be coming to New England in week one. So looking forward to that. And then one of the big matchups that'll be looking like probably one of the most anticipated regular season matchups of all next season. You've got Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady going up to New England. So Tom Brady will be going back to Foxborough, will be playing in front of the New England Patriot fans once again, this time wearing a white jersey of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I'm looking forward to checking that, looking through the rest of the NFL regular season schedule because it's not just, you know, exciting to speculate at the games we got looking forward it's just a sign that football is on its way man we've already gone through the nfl draft we now know when the games are going to be played so now we just got to sit and wait man so almost there so with news of tim tebow signing with jacksonville as a tight end you know Tim Tebow, he's one of the most polarizing people. You know, there's a lot of people that like him, a lot of people that think he didn't deserve to be a starting quarterback in the NFL when he was. There was a lot of people that didn't think he was a starter or didn't deserve the opportunity at minor league baseball. And there's definitely a lot of people that feel as a 34-year-old who's never played tight end in high school, college, or the NFL, that he's getting an opportunity with the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, so there's a lot of people upset with that. And, you know, upset for, you know, making the comparison that, you know, Colin Kaepernick hasn't been able to play NFL football since the 2016 season, ever since he started doing the protesting and opted out of his contract with San Francisco in 2017. He's never had an opportunity. And meanwhile, Tim Tebow is getting this opportunity. So, you know, I think while there's similarities that, you know, Tim Tebow, he came off of a successful season with Denver, I think it was in 2011, and then, you know, took him to the playoffs and then basically was run out of the league. You know, basically, like, people just determined that he wasn't good enough to be a starting quarterback, was traded to the Jets, and next thing you know, Tim Tebow never played at quarterback again in the NFL. And if anything, there was a lot of people that, you know, not just pointing to his 
his skill on the football field, but that he also got a lot of negative attention for his kneeling and, you know, his very religious attitude. So there's a lot of people feeling that, like, you know, Tim Tebow, for as athletic he was and as popular he was, he also garnered a lot of media attention. And a lot of people thought that Tim Tebow was a distraction. And it's kind of like with the, you know, I think on How I Met Your Mother, there was the hot girl you know it's like a hot versus crazy chart and it's like a girl is allowed to be crazy as long as her hotness like outweighs the crazy but once the crazy outweighs the the hotness you know the chick's gotta go and it's the same with professional athletes you know you can be a distraction you can be an issue you know you can get in trouble off the field but if your production on the field is you know second to none and you're one of the best people people are going to overlook that and i think that's just the case with with tebow and kaepernick is they aren't that you know they're they're both people that have a lot of controversy that surround them or not even controversy but just more of just a media distraction you know when you have you know your starting quarterbacks and star players that are getting less attention than your backup quarterback that's a real issue and if we look at Tim Tebow, I don't feel like it's really Tim Tebow's getting, you know, the opportunity of, of that he really wanted. You know, at the end of the day, when he came into the NFL, he was asked to be a tight end and he thought he could be a quarterback. And that's one of the reasons why he wasn't in the NFL, because he, rather than switching to trying to play tight end this whole time, he thought he, he would rather go, you know, be a preacher or an NFL or a college football analyst or a minor league baseball player. It wasn't until his old buddy Urban Meyer got the starting job down in Jacksonville, which I think is his hometown, that he decided, OK, I guess I'll go be a tight end. You know, so it's not like he's really coming back to the NFL on his own terms or that he's getting this golden opportunity. Well, I mean, it is kind of a golden opportunity, but he's basically coming back with his tail in between his legs, playing the tight end position that a lot of people were saying that you should be able to you should play. So, you know, and at the end of the day, it's more of a publicity stunt, you know. I don't anticipate Tim Tebow being on the week one regular season roster, but I do anticipate him be making him out of training camp and into the preseason games. And, you know, if Jacksonville has one or two preseason games that they can sell tickets for, they're going to sell tons of them with Tim Tebow playing tight end on top of, you know, the exciting, you know, Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne and, you know, just the hype that's with the Jacksonville Jaguars and the new era that they've got going. You know, so Tim Tebow, I feel like it's definitely more of a publicity stunt, whereas I don't feel like Colin Kaepernick has any intention of wanting to be a publicity stunt or coming into the NFL on any terms other than his own. I feel like he's made that pretty clear. You know, in November of 2019, he had an NFL workout. But the conditions that the NFL, I guess, put on him and like like a contract that, you know, for the workout didn't appease him. So at the last second, he didn't do the NFL workout and instead held his own workout in Atlanta. And this way, this went from having almost every NFL team being there to almost like less than a fourth of the teams being there present. So, you know, definitely Colin Kaepernick is someone that isn't going to, I feel like doesn't feel like he's not going to come back to the NFL as some backup gimmick or playing some other position because you know at least the stance he had had this whole time is that he feels like he should be a starting quarterback and that's the stance that a lot of people felt and that's why a lot of people think that you know Colin Kaepernick 
you know, was a martyr and, you know, sacrificed his career for social injustice. And, you know, I'm here to say that I don't think Colin Kaepernick needs to be held as a martyr at all. It's one of the most annoying things, I think, in sports in modern day. And I want to preface this that, you know, I'm in support of players kneeling during the national anthem. You know, as far as I'm concerned in this country, you do have a right to protest and you have a right to freedom of speech. And as far as I'm concerned, kneeling for the, you know, during the national anthem is a peaceful protest. Now, a lot of people might be saying that's disrespecting the American flag or disrespecting the troops. But I feel like there's been multiple times, you know, I think that's a that's an opinion. But at the end of the day, I feel like the troops are out there trying to defend this country and defend this flag and all that it represents and all that it represents is also represents the freedom of speech you know and i feel like kneeling for during the national anthem if that's how you feel like it's you're gonna you want to protest you know then i think that that's completely fine i mean it got attention you know there's it made people uncomfortable and you know it really highlighted an issue and some people are saying you know oh i don't want you know that I feel like that that's uncalled for because politics shouldn't be in my professional sports, and I hate to break it to you, just having the national anthem played at professional sporting games is political in and of itself. We don't play the national anthem every time you go to the movie theater. Before every movie you watch, they don't play the national anthem. When you go to concerts or most concerts, they don't play the national anthem unless the person performing has some epic Jimi Hendrix moment and decides to play it on the guitar or something like that. But at the end, of, so the national anthem just being played there in general is a political thing, and you know people, the same people that don't approve of the NFL, you know, when the players started kneeling, are a lot of the same people that are saying a lot of the riots that happened in 2020 after George Floyd and everything, you know, they were against that. And they're like, why can't they they protest peacefully? You know, well, when they were protesting peacefully, when kneeling for the national anthem, you had a problem with that too. So that's what I'm saying. I think that there's, I don't have an issue with the protesting of the national anthem because I feel like in this country you have the right to do that. But I have a problem with Colin Kaepernick being held to like such hot some this high standard that he was like some Muhammad Ali figure that really did give up his career to, you know, for this, you know, for his beliefs. You know, Colin Kaepernick, yeah, he was good once upon a time. Like when he came into the league, he was a flash in the pan, I feel like. You know, RG3 was really good for a season. So, you know, Colin Kaepernick came in in 2012. He took over the starting role as the starting quarterback for the 49ers when Alex Smith got hurt. And Harbaugh kept him in at the starting quarterback. San Francisco ended up going on a run to the Super Bowl where they lost to the Baltimore Ravens. You know, the following season in 2013, San Francisco went all the way to the NFC Championship again, lost to the Seattle, the Seattle Seahawks, though, this time, and not going to the Super Bowl. And Colin Kaepernick was pretty good during those first two seasons. I mean, he wasn't the reason that San Francisco was having that success. They had a, a stellar defense, and that was definitely what really carried them. But, I mean, there was a time where people were comparing Russell Wilson with Colin Kaepernick and who would you rather have because they were both similar quarterbacks they were game managers that relied on their defenses to win the games and you know so there was you know a lot of people you know who would you rather have 
which is kind of crazy to think about now. You know, so in 2014, Cap signed a six-year, $126 million contract. So it was a big contract. But that season, the 49ers went 8-8, eight and eight, missed the playoffs. <clears throat> in 2015, his poor play resulted him in him losing his starting job to Blaine Gabbert in week eight. And then he messed the rest of the season with shoulder surgery and thumb and knee surgery. So entering the 2016 season, this is basically where all this kind of started. So entering the 2016 season, it was a quarterback competition between Kaepernick and Blaine Gabbert. And anyone that knows Blaine Gabbert knows that he's not a starting quarterback. You know, he's definitely, I think, considered a bust, considering that he was kind of hyped going into the NFL out of, you know, the draft. He was one of those, you know, how every year there's four or five quarterbacks that they think they're going to get drafted in the first round and will end up being good quarterbacks. He was one of those dudes, and I feel like he really hasn't panned out. But in 2016, he was good enough to beat out Colin Kaepernick. So it wasn't until then that where he was now firmly entrenched in the backup role that it was noticed that Colin Kaepernick was sitting down during the national anthem. <clears throat> he wasn't taking a knee. And this was noticed, I think, during week three of the preseason. And I guess he'd been doing that during week one and week two, and no one noticed. So then finally someone asked, and that's when he kind of brought up that he's not going to stand for a flag in a country where, you know, police are killing black people and they're, you know, there's just police brutality towards, you know, black people and people of color. And, you know, I thought at the time, I thought it was pretty interesting. I thought it was kind of honestly a BS excuse because whenever they would show him, he just looked, he was sitting on the bench and he just looked upset. And he honestly had the face of a kid that isn't starting in Little League. You know, when he was, you know, doing making McDonald's commercials with Joe Flacco promoting McDonald's new Mighty Wings, he didn't really care about police brutality and all that stuff and all of a sudden he became a backup quarterback and he's sitting on the bench and all of a sudden is getting attention for it and now all of a sudden he's Malcolm X and and some you know civil rights activist so I don't know I feel like Colin Kaepernick you know could be hey people's opinions can change and people can develop new beliefs or whatever but in my opinion I just feel like you know where was this you know I guess, political awareness or social awareness prior to all this. You know, I feel like Colin Kaepernick's, you know, career or at least his play was more in the decline. So a lot of people keep pointing to Colin Kaepernick thinking that he was, you know, at least, you know, for the first few years while he was out of the league, people kept touting that Colin Kaepernick was better than half the quarterbacks in the league. I think in the most recent Madden, they made Kaepernick available and he was better than like, you know, Kyler Murray and like a Josh Allen and a handful of other quarterbacks. It was completely insane. And it was definitely one of those like, you know, when you hear about dictators and you know getting their their legend is built off like you know false things that happened in their past but it makes them sound like they were this great thing and I feel like that's what gets happened with Colin Kaepernick you know people might be saying like oh well in his last season he actually did pretty good so I'm like well let's compare Colin Kaepernick's 2016 season that's his last season and let's compare it with Tim Tebow's last season at quarterback you know they both started 11 games Kaepernick threw for 2,241 passing yards 16 touchdowns touchdowns and four interceptions with 468 rushing yards and two TDs. Tim Tebow, 
11 starts with 1,729 passing yards, 12 TDs, 6 picks, but rushed for 660 yards and 6 touchdowns. So both are pretty impressive stat lines, but honestly at the same time, you look at their play, and I don't think anyone would be confident having Tim Tebow or Colin Kaepernick really he- like taking the helm of their offense and taking their team to anything successful. You know, I mean, at least with Kaepernick, he had a track record and had multiple seasons that you can look back. And I feel like as his career was going on and the more and more responsibility that Colin Kaepernick had leading that team, they were getting diminishing returns. They were, you know, when he took over the San Francisco 49ers, they were a team that was challenging for the Super Bowl. By the time he was done, they were a shitty team and they had to bring in Kyle Shanahan, who really is the one that kind of turned the franchise around a bit. I mean, I wouldn't say completely, but I mean, the San Francisco is definitely more formidable nowadays. So, you know, and when you think about it, also after that season, Colin Kaepernick was still under contract for another year. He opted out, so he must have thought that he was worth more than what he was currently signed for, which is kind of crazy now looking back. And he never got signed. And I think it's more like, you know, kind of like what we say, Tim Tebow. <clears throat> His, at this point, he was just a backup quarterback. But now any team that was going to sign him was going to get all that negative publicity and all that negative attention, and he was for sure going to be a distraction. I mean, there was – I think it was after the 2016 season. It was either the 2016 season or the 2017 season. But in one of those seasons where kneeling for the national anthem was very prevalent and there was a decline in NFL viewership, a lot of polls – a lot of the people were saying that their main reason for the not tuning into the NFL was due to the player protests and due to Colin Kaepernick. Now, <clears throat> at the end of the day, the NFL is a business. All these owners are a business. They're trying to make their most revenue. And the last thing I think any of these people want to do is sign someone that's completely polarizing and it's going to cause people to lose a fan base. Now, people might be saying, hey, well, screw you. We don't want those kind of fans. But that's just not how the world works, man. Like, these owners want as much money as possible. And if someone like Tim Tebow is going to be a distraction to the team, which could be detrimental to the team, or Colin Kaepernick is going to be a distraction and be detrimental to the team, or maybe detrimental to the franchise financially, it's just not going to happen. You know, I mean, maybe, you know, you got someone like Antonio Brown, for example, who's continuously doing crazy shit and he keeps getting opportunities. But at the end of the day, Antonio Brown is still one of the best wide receivers in the league. If you look at his statistics, his trajectory, he was like the most productive wide receiver since Jerry Rice. So that's why Antonio Brown is still getting opportunities after he's basically sexually assaulted someone, thrown porch furniture off the 30th story of his luxury condo and almost hitting a a mom and her kid so he keeps getting those opportunities because let's face it his production still warrants him being on a team whether you like it or not Colin Kaepernick was a backup but if anything I think Colin Kaepernick has done something better for himself you could say like at least legacy wise because now people hold him in this almost like martyr you know, stance or, you know, they hold him as a martyr and even financially, you know, I mean, he wasn't going to be signed, you know, he opted out of that contract and whether he even got another opportunity with another NFL team, he wasn't going to be signing any big money, you know, but in 2018, 
he signed a deal with Nike and it was the big campaign. I think the slogan was like, believe in something, even if you have to sacrifice everything, which is completely comical. You know, it was like, dude, he ends up making more money out of all this. So I don't, you know, he sacrificed what a career of, of, you know, bouncing around the league, basically being RG three, you know, he'd probably end up being a free agent at this point in his career, making a lot less money. Whereas now people are holding him like he's, you know, one of the most important, you know, figures of, of the new, of the new century. So I don't know, you know, it's like people are like, Oh, he never got an opportunity. And it's like, you know, in 2017, Ray Lewis mentioned that the Baltimore Ravens were working on signing him or were working on the contract. And then Colin Kaepernick's girlfriend went and tweeted, you know, this basically comparing Ray Lewis and the Baltimore Ravens owner to Leonardo DiCaprio from Django Unchained with Samuel L. Jackson. So it's like, dude, you know, when you're doing shit like that, wearing like the the cops are pigs socks and doing all this other shit, it's just I feel like he's not doing him any favors. And I think at this point, anyone being upset at Tim Tebow getting an opportunity in the NFL, you know, basically for a publicity stunt for to help sell some preseason tickets and they're getting upset because Colin Kaepernick didn't get an opportunity. I think you really need to reevaluate, you know, this Colin Kaepernick thing. So as I mentioned, I'm all for the protests. You know, I think people should be allowed to protest and, you know, kneel for the flag if that's what they want to do. Like I said, to me, that's a peaceful protest, but let's stop holding Colin Kaepernick into some, this, this high regard. See, to me, this is the Colin Kaepernick that I like to think of whenever I hear his name. Ready, uh, excuse me. Hey, Flacco, what's in the bag? McDonald's new Mighty Wings. Mm, those look good. I'll play you for them. For what, my wings? First one to miss has to watch the other one eat. Let's go. Left upright. On one knee, off the scoreboard, through the uprights. Oh man. Not again. Cap, you trying to get my wings? Nah, I'm right here. What's that noise? Ah, good old McDonald Mighty Wings. I think those probably lasted on the menu for about three months. So anyways, this is one of those topics where I hope uh, if you have an opinion or something, definitely hit me up on the Facebook page. You can hit me up on the Twitter, at Cali Green Monster Show on Facebook, or at Dean Ryan on Twitter. Hit me up, let me know. But as always, I appreciate that everyone that takes the time to download and listen to this show... And if you enjoyed what you listened to, you know, be a friend, tell a friend. But until next time, I've been your host, Dean Ryan. This has been a Cali Green Monster show coming to you from the Tesla Studios in beautiful, sunny San Diego, California. Have a great one, guys. Peace.